Hello and welcome to Studio Biz and All That Jazz. I'm so excited to have you here today uh, because this month being, you know, November 2023, depending when you're listening, but that's that's when this is being released, is all about well-being for me. I really want to focus this month on well-being. Uh, last month I talked a lot about showtime because a lot of studio owners are stepping into that show season, that last quarter of the year and that end of year performance and production season. This month, I want to focus a lot on well-being. I've got some great guests coming up this month as well, which is really exciting. But today I'm flying solo. I'm going to be talking about three ways to fight inflation and save your studio business. And that might not sound like a well-being topic, but the truth is if you can put some, you know, steps in and some tools into your your business that is going to help you financially and give you that financial relief, then that is well-being because one of the number one reasons for divorce, they say around the world, is arguments about money, right? It's obviously a very hot topic in relationships, but it can also be a hot topic when it comes to that relationship with yourself. I think for a very long time, I know I totally have gone through this. I am not immune to the issues that are happening in the world right now. And I'm certainly not immune to financial hardship. You know, if anyone (laughs) listened to my older episodes, I literally talk about in my intro, which has now been updated since the rebranding. But if you flick back to my earlier episodes when we were called Business Arts and all that jazz, you know, I say I went from living from paycheck, from living below the poverty line, rather. I lived below the poverty line to living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life, you know, of financial, you know, comfort. And And that has not happened by accident. That was intentional effort. Now, I know at the moment, a lot of studios are suffering because of inflation. And what I want you to know is, is that you don't have to battle it out. You can take action. You can uh, take some simple steps to improve your situation. Can it save your business? I can't answer that for you. Can it improve your business if you implement the changes that I'm going to talk about today? Absolutely. I hope that the changes that I'm going to, you know, support you with today is enough to save your business if it needs saving. And saving your business to many will look different to, to, you know, all different people. I mean, it depends, right? It depends. Are you at that point where you're not paying yourself a wage? You have no money coming in from the business. You're working around the clock for potentially little to no income. To me, that needs saving, okay? Maybe you're in the middle space where you're like, you know, I earn a bit of money. I could do better. Inflation is making an impact. It's making it harder. How can I improve my situation? So, you know, maybe you're in that mid-ground where you're like, I'm earning some money, but I really need to be earning more money to make this viable ongoing and really, you know, make it fulfilling because, yes, passion gets you so far, but we know unless there's money, it, it, it doesn't last that long. Eventually, you become resentful of your business. You just do. And your clients, and we don't want that, right? We we want to continue that passion and that love for our business, but it only goes so far when you're not 
when you're not being compensated. Um, or maybe you're earning like great money, but you just want to, you know, see where you can make those improvements. So it doesn't matter where you are at the bottom, the middle or the top of your financial story. Uh, I'm going to talk about how to fight inflation with some three simple things that you can start taking action with. Um, you'll also notice later in the session, I'm going to talk about my 90 day planning session happening uh, in a couple of months in January. And I'd love for you to jump in. There's a link in the show notes there where you can join me for my 90 day planning session in Jan ready for the new year. But anyway, we'll talk about that a bit later. Let's jump in with the three ways that you can fight inflation and save your studio biz. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Studio Biz and All That Jazz. I'm your performing arts business coach and host, Josephine Lancuba. This show is designed to bring you inspiration, information, and the instruments you need to create and grow the studio biz of your dreams. I will bring you a mix of solo episodes as well as interviews where I tap into the minds of industry experts. My career started as a performer over two decades ago. I later became a speaker, theatrical producer and talent manager, as well as having a successful teaching career in singing, drama and dance. Ten years into my professional journey, I became a mummer of two and with a baby on my hip, opened up my very own performing arts studio. From hardship and humble beginnings to four studio locations and a multi-six-figure performing arts biz, I know how to attract students and keep them coming back for more. And in the show, I will share with you my experiences to help you thrive and fast track your path to success. I know you have a spark inside of you with dreams and goals for the future. As your coach and mentor, I'm here to help you step into your limelight and be a cheerleader in your ear each and every week. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk studio biz and all that jazz. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. I started taking vitamins today, which apparently improve energy and reduce fatigue. I have been so foggy lately. Um, and I thought maybe it was because I've been away a little bit recently. I don't usually drink much, but I have had a few drinks being away and I thought, oh, could it be the alcohol? Anyway, haven't had alcohol for a couple of days since coming back from a little, you know, camping trip with the family and some friends and still just super foggy. And I thought, oh, what can I do? I've been going to the gym. I've been doing all the things. Speaking of wellbeing month, right? I'm on a tangent. Um, but yeah, so I started taking vitamins this morning and I do, I mean, I don't know, it could be placebo effect for sure, but I feel a little bit better already, <laughs> you know, and I think well-being is so important and so often overlooked as an important part of our business structure, a healthy mind and body. I'm talking about the size of your body, by the way, this is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a healthy mind and body can actually equate to a healthy business. And that's what I want for you. And I'm working on it. Believe me, I am not there. Uh, well-being is a metric of success that I'm working on. Uh, I've been reading a book called Fr Thrive, not Thrive, <laughs> Thrive, uh, a book called Thrive from Ariana Huffington, um, which is part of my book club at the moment that I've got going with some beautiful women. And 
Yeah, she talks about the three metrics of success, the ones that we've all known to be true for for generations has been, you know, power and money, they're two metrics. And she talks about now the new metric being wellness and how people are valuing that as equally or more so than money. And so I think that's a really important thing um, and it's something that I'm working on and that is why I wanted to share this episode with you because um, the health of my business, actually, it shouldn't impact my personal well-being, but it can. You know, obviously, when your business isn't doing well, you stress out. You don't feel well. It can actually be very overwhelming. Stress induces, you know, issues within the body. It can cause illness, pain, mental mental health issues. And so I think if we can get that you know, external things started, you know, obviously there's a lot going on internally when it comes to wellness that we need to work on on a personal level, which I am on a journey of. Like I said, the vitamins and the gym and, you know, reading and I want to implement more meditation. Hey, who am I kidding? I want to implement meditation. I hardly meditate. I'd love to do more of that. Um, And Interestingly enough, in the book, it talks about meditation not being something that you do. Meditation is something that happens to you. You don't do it. It's just stillness, quiet. It doesn't have to be, you know, sit down and go hum for 10 minutes. It's just about removing thought and just, you know, sitting sitting with your own self and taking that time out. It can happen in the shower. It doesn't have, it can happen sitting in the car for a minute, you know, dropping off the kids at school and then just sitting for a minute and taking a breath. You know, so all of that stuff. But I will say that the height of my stress and anxious feelings, and I don't say anxiety because I've never been, I don't feel that I've ever had diagnosed anxiety, but um, I felt that I have had very anxious moments, um, have been when my business was not doing well, COVID being a prime example, that was extremely stressful. And really, I, I told I've told you before that at the end of last year I had burnout because even though our business was coming back to normal um, at the end of last year, I felt like that I was on high alert since March 2020 and I hadn't had a minute to stop. And when I did stop and go, oh, I'm safe, everything's okay, we're going to be okay, uh, my body crashed, crashed. And sometimes we we take on too much with our businesses, you know, like it shouldn't impact us personally, but it can. And I, said, I shouldn't say it shouldn't. It's a big part of our life. But, you know, it, trying to detach your own self from what you do, it can be challenging, right? But so let's, let's dive into this because I really want to help you um, – Save your studio beers. I want you to have a successful studio business, one that um, brings you wellness. And I have three ways to fight inflation, which, again, I'm connecting to wellness because a stressful business is can, can often lead to a stressful life, which can lead to a stressful body. And number one on my three ways to fight inflation is discover and acknowledge what's not working. I want you to literally write down everything that you do offer and sell within your business. And I want you to get real about your numbers. This is a metrics exercise, you know. Uh, so first of all, a good way to start, a really simple way to start 
is to look at what classes you're operating or what programs, workshops, you know, what products you sell, whatever. And what is it costing you to operate that? So, you know, a class, for example, might have, you know, a teacher, a space for hire, potentially some tax equipment involved, whatever. Uh, Marketing, who knows? But whatever the cost is of running that particular class, I want you to uh, work out what that cost is. And then I want you to work out how many bodies you need in the space to fill, to, to break even, just break even. Um, now if your classes and then look at capacity. So if you reached capacity, don't just think of the break even mark. So break even might be you need three bodies in the space to cover costs. Maybe you need 10 bodies in the space to cover your costs for that class. And then what is the capacity of that class? So you need 10 bodies in the space, uh, but you can, you have the capacity for 20 bodies in that space, in that particular class. Where are you sitting at now with it? If you're sitting at three and you're not even breaking even and you've been running it in the red, which means, you know, in the red zone being no profit and um, actually running at a loss, um, if you've been running it in the red zone for months on end, potentially years, have you crunched to the numbers? Do you actually know what it costs to run that class? Find out. Then, you know, I want you to write that down as that's not working. So create lists. First of all, write down, just literally do a dump of everything that you offer and everything you sell. If it's a product, like a merchandise product, what does it cost to purchase that product? What are you selling it for? How much stock are you sitting on? You know, before you go and buy new stock or different stock. So I want you to think about that, but discover and acknowledge what's not working. So you write down everything you do, and then I want you to create two columns. So just literally a dump of everything you sell, offer, and and provide. And then I want you to create a a list with two columns. It can be on a spreadsheet um, and just go, you know, red zone, green zone. Red zone meaning we are run. actually you could even create three columns if you like, which is a break even. So red zone, break even, green zone. Red zone column is everything that is running at a loss, everything that is not working. Break even, okay, you're meeting the cost but only just and you're at a break even point. And then the green zone is it's profitable. But then I want you to also um, think about how much profit you want to make. Just because you're making $10 profit, is that enough for you? Is that worth your time and energy? So discover and acknowledge what's not working, step number one. Okay, step number two, remove low profit activities and products. Okay, so remove low profit activities. Studio owners are predominantly service-based businesses, as we know, so let's say activities, but of course we'll include products in that as well if you're selling products. Now, I did this exercise and it immediately removed the tension and stress I was feeling about my business. I had multiple locations. I still do, but we've reduced them. Um, We had several locations. Where were we? Oh, we were in Western Sydney. We had one in Wollongong. Those got closed down when I did this activity. Where else were we? Can't even think now. 
Um, but we had seven locations and now I'm down to four when I did this a very simple activity. Um, I worked out that a couple of our locations were breaking even and the amount of time and energy that it took to run them, and I gave it a good red hot go, by the way. I mean, one of them we gave a good 18 months. Another one we gave only six months and I was like, no, nah, it's too, that one was in the red and it just wasn't growing and I just didn't see the potential in the location. I let it go. Uh, we also had some classes. We were running some jazz classes. They just weren't picking up momentum. We really gave a last minute, like a last push, a last marketing push. Um, we even did like everything from paid ads to, you know, marketing to our database, you know, incentives to join, discounts, you name it, we did it. Um, and the program just wasn't picking up. So we let it go. I also released one of my senior um, musical theatre programs as well. So I let go of a lot. Um, I was So I discovered and acknowledged what wasn't working by just literally list dumping everything we do, then putting it into the categories of that red zone, break even column and the green zone. Everything in the break even and the red zone. Red zone, I will say to you first, I'm jumping a lot because I'm quite passionate. <laughs> Let me start with the red zone column. How long has it been in the red zone? Are you willing to give it a final push? If you're willing to give it a final push, have, give yourself a deadline. I hate to say that because some people are like, nah, you know, give yourself a deadline. Are you willing to give it another month, three months, six months? And how much will it cost you if it doesn't improve? Can you afford that? If not, cut it immediately. And here's the thing, people go, oh, no, but I'll lose that student, that one student in that class that, that's been in the red zone for seven months. Yes, you might lose that student. Your job will be to try and transfer them into other programs, but you might lose that student. But guess what? They are not making you any money. <laughs> so it is a waste of energy and time and resources you're better off doing nothing and actually enjoying your time than running something in the red zone for too long. Of course, you want to give things a bit of a red hot go, but when is enough enough? You need to make that call, set yourself a deadline. Things in the break-even zone, sometimes we run things on break-even because we're trying to build something. And I get that. I've done that. I totally get it. But again, we need to make a time assessment. So how long has it been running on break even? Okay. What are you going to do to give it the final push? You know, and then put a deadline on it because break even might not be costing you money per se, but what it is doing is it's taking away time and energy. Even if you don't teach those classes, you still have to manage the team that teaches those classes what is the benefit? Ask yourself, is there a benefit of running that program at a break even? Now, we run private lesson, private singing lessons in our studio and private singing student teachers rather, it can cost a bit. We make a profit of about $10 per private singing lesson. It's not much, okay? Uh, but I, even though it's a low profit activity, we do have volume and it's good for us because we're a musical theatre business that I've decided that the benefit of that is, well, firstly, it keeps our teachers working and giving them bulk hours in studio, which is great for them because we tend to 
maintain our teachers long term, which because of these private um, lesson options on, in studio where they get to extend their hours. Um, it's good for our students because it upskills them, which contributes to better quality performances for our musical theatre productions. Um, and we are not running in the red. We are in profit, even if it's a low profit. So, you know, we'll make $10 on a 30-minute lesson as profit after we pay rent and teacher and tax. Um, you know, again, it's not much. But we've made a decision that that is, that is running in profit and we've made a decision that the benefits are worth operating that program, th those private lesson programs, even though we don't make much on them. We've decided that that's a good investment, okay, because we don't want them to go do singing lessons somewhere else and then pick up classes at musical theatre somewhere else and be, you know, we want them to stay with us. Not that I care if they learn elsewhere. I don't care about that. I have no qualms with that. It's just about keeping them in our space as much as we can and, and, and that works for us. So you have to outweigh the benefits, but if you're bleeding money, then no, it's got to go. And you've got to be, you've got to be tough on yourself a little bit here. And the toughness actually is you being kind to yourself by being firm and saying, no, we will not be in the red zone. Everything in the red zone has to go or am I willing to give this a final push and final try? Okay, great. Tick, highlight the things, you know, tick the things you're going to give that final push. What are you going to do to actually push it? What are the marketing activities? And this will lead into step three, actually. Um, but yeah, what are you actually going to do about it? And, and when is, when, you, when is enough enough? When is enough enough? You know, set a reminder in your calendar to say, okay, if enough is enough on February 3rd, 2024, right, whatever, um, enough is enough, put a, a calendar reminder and say, review jazz class XYZ at this time at this location um, if, it's, if it's moved out of red zone. When is enough enough? Also, it's an interesting exercise. If you, if you do this exercise and you realise that you're bleeding money on a particular program, and let's say you're bleeding $20 a week. Okay. So it's like 80 bucks a month. Um, you know, uh, and by the time you get to the end of the year, you've lost $240 if there's three more months of the, the year left, for example. Um, do you want to lose $240? Like, what are you willing to sacrifice to give this a go? What can you afford? Do you have $240 to bleed out to the end of the year? This is your business you decide. Okay. So number one was discover and acknowledge what's not working. And number two was remove low profit activities. Now, remember, removing low profit activities may also free up your time so that you can um, generate more income and focus on things that are working or create things that people actually want in your business. Ask them, survey them, ask the question. You know, sometimes we create things that we think people want or we know they need. That's the thing. For example, you might say that the technique in your dance studio is low and they need ballet technique um, classes. So we're going to introduce them because that's what you need. 
But if your client doesn't want it and you've got three kids out of 150 in your studio only doing the ballet technique class, then you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? My clients, even though I know they need it, they don't want it. (laughs) So you have to really, um, you have to decide are you going to just offer things because that's what they need or are you running a profitable business? It's hard sometimes, I know, believe me, I get it. It was one of the reasons why we introduced this junior jazz program because that we needed to upskill our movement in my studio. You know, where we focus now, oh, used to be a dance studio and now we focus primarily on vocal and drama. And so we wanted to introduce um, more dance programming to upskill our students. They just don't want it. Like I feel sometimes you just have to be honest with yourself about what works and what doesn't. Anyway, they're the first two steps. All right, let's take a short break and then I'm going to give you the third step, which will hopefully help you save your studio biz or at least improve it, right? And, you know, be that third way to fight that inflation because we need to reduce costs. That's the key to fighting inflation. It's not magic. It's what isn't working, fix the problem and resolve it. Actually, before we go to a break, one other thing is, are you value adding too much? So, you know, remove low profit activities and products. What are you offering that is above and beyond that's costing you money that your customers don't care about? We used to do that. Um, After COVID, we started giving our clients one free private lesson online as part of their uh, membership packages. And because it was free, people just would do no-shows, but we'd have to pay the teacher and the platform that was um, we were running this off. And we were just dunking money and people doing no-shows or people just not even being engaged in the sessions. And so we decided to scrap that um, a few months ago this year. We scrapped the free inclusion of the private um, one private virtual lesson per term and we charged for it. And since charging for it, it's been so much better. We're not wasting money. We don't get no, we, we, we don't get any no shows anymore to classes. Um, so what are you including? It could be the quality of the t-shirt in your membership. It could be the costumes that you're getting, like whatever, where can you reduce your cost? Okay. That's really what remove low profit activities and products means. What, what, um, can you remove, reduce or eliminate? Yeah. Because you don't need to have top quality or on everything. That doesn't mean reduce your quality and and provide crap. That's not what I'm saying, but you definitely don't have to always give everything you've got. Some people don't, what do they value, you know, and then tap into that, not the other way around. So anyway, that's just a little bit of a side note on that one. Do you have a plan for Studio Biz Success for 2024? You're probably thinking, oh my goodness, I don't even want to think about that. I can't even think about the next four weeks, let alone how my year is going to look like in 2024 in my business. But imagine, just imagine what your studio would look like if you had a plan achieving everything you strive for every 90 days. Perhaps you already have systems in place and a solid plan for your studio biz every year, but chances are that those goals and plans have been pushed aside. 
I bet you have great intentions. However, time can get the better of you. And that dedication you initially placed on goal setting sometime back in January 2023 is somehow become rushed and you've passed by your goals this year and not everything came to fruition. Somehow work tasks became ongoing, dreams were overlooked or pushed aside and your priorities got lost when life and business started getting in the way. It happens. It so happens. So don't worry. There is totally hope for you. And I'm here to assist you in planning well for next year. And I've got this, you know, big picture for my business and for my life. But do you have a big picture for your studio biz? We're already at the end of 2023. So don't let it slip away from you. You've totally got this. Set aside time this January with me at my 90-day planning session. It's my 90-day studio planning workshop. And together, I'm going to help you in a group environment. Uh, We're going to work through my annual planner and my 90-day planner uh, template resource, which I'm going to give to you. We're going to work through it and do it together. Because if you want to have as profitable and sustainable studio biz, committing to writing a plan is the first critical step in moving forward towards your dream studio and desired business environment. You need to dedicate real time to set achievable goals. So let's do it. Jump in now and join my 90-day planning workshop this January. Head to josephinelancuber.com forward slash 90-day plan or head to the link in the show notes. Back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Finally, number three, on the three ways to fight inflation is to take action, take immediate action. So how do we take action? We've now discovered what's not working. So this, remember, to fight inflation is not about gaining more clients, attracting more students and enrolling. Yes, of course we want to do that. But what can you do now that to get students at this time of year or to try and build up your business now, um, Yes, of course, you want to continue to grow and build and enroll. That's not what I'm saying. But that's not going to resolve what's happening now, as in you can't afford to pay your rent next month. you got to start doing these steps. Number one, discovering knowledge what is not working. Then do something about it. Number two, remove low-profit activities and products. Do not run in the red zone. Don't run in the red zone. That's it. And don't even break even because your time could be better spent working on things that actually are profitable or actually, you know, increasing your well-being and giving you happiness with your family and your friends and your personal life. So anyway, very passionate about that. Number three is take immediate action. With immediate action comes a plan. So plan well, take action. Okay. So how do you make a plan? Okay. We're going to talk about that. But, you know, first of all, you've identified those things in the red zone and the break-even zone. You've created a a marketing plan. So you need to actually have a marketing plan in place if you want to give them a final push. You know, we've already talked about you've decided what you're going to give a final push and what you're going to eliminate, and then you're going to put a deadline on it. But what is the final push? So taking immediate action is 
what are the marketing activities or strategies you're going to do to give that final push? Or if you are going to eliminate something, how are you going to do it? Um, you know, when are you going to do it? So if you've decided that this class no longer works, I can't do it anymore. It's costing me money. It stresses me out. It makes me feel sick and stressed. I don't want to even go. I don't even want to show up to the class anymore. I hate it. You know that feeling? We've all had it, right? I don't like it. One person only shows up a week. I feel embarrassed. I don't want to do it anymore, right? That I've had those moments. Believe me, I've had many of those moments, yeah? And I just thought, what am I running it for? Like, get rid of it. Um, and you can even trial things. That's the other thing. So if you want to take action by introducing something new, give it a trial for one month. And if it doesn't work out, just can it. I've done that before too. Who cares? It's your business. People survive. Even if they bought the jazz shoes, they can use the jazz shoes somewhere else or the ballet shoes somewhere else. Like don't stress out about it, you know, like just do what you've got to do. But yeah, take immediate action means planning how you're going to eliminate the action steps. So how you're going to notify the people, when are you going to do it, you know, notify the teachers or that thing. So a plan of action around the, the eliminating part, a plan of action around the marketing part, which is, okay, I've, I've, you know, discovered these things that are not working, but I know that I really want to give this a go. I really want this to be successful in my business. And if I'm being honest with myself, I probably haven't haven't given it full attention it deserved to make it successful and become part of the green zone list. What can I do? Okay, let's start with some marketing activities. I'm going to do, I'm going to, you know, come up with a campaign that I'm going to send to my active students. I'm going to send an email to my database promoting this. I'm going to run Facebook ads or I'm going to do organic posts. I'm going to run an in-house promotion. Bring a friend day to that class only, whatever, right? So, you know, what are the actual steps that you're going to do? And then, you know, you just got to do it, right? So take immediate action. Now in January, I'm going to be hosting a 90 day, uh, a 90 day studio planning session. I run these, um, every quarter. So I call it a 90 day planner, but we're actually going to also look at the annual overview because in January, that's really important. Okay. Um, so that's really a great way to kickstart the new year. Uh, and I've popped a link in the show notes for you. But essentially, if you head to josephinelangcuba.com forward slash 90 day plan, and that's 90 the numbers, not the word. Yeah, josephinelangcuba.com forward slash 90 day plan, or just head to the show notes. Um, but yes, I would love you to join me so that we can work together in improving your situation. Uh, now I also offer private coaching, so feel free to reach out to me. And, and of course, you know, I'm on Instagram, so you can reach out to me there as well and send me a DM. But I think it's really important to recognize that inflation is, it's happening and we can't avoid it. And people are tightening their belts and, and, you know, holding onto their wallets. Sure. But people are spending money too. So if you feel that it's a bit tricky to grow your business right now and, and attract new clients, then uh, the only thing you can do to, the only way to grow and the only way to make, and when I talk about growth, I'm talking about financial growth now, because I do believe that that can be attached to wellness. 
um, for a lot of people. Not everyone. I'm sure there's a lot of Zen people in the world that are like, no, man, totally detached. Money means nothing to me. That's awesome for you. Money stresses me out when I don't have it. That comes from my upbringing. Like I said, I've had some rough and tumble times. Um, I've lived below the poverty line. I was out of home at 14. I've couch surfed. I've, you know, had to get food stamps. So I know the true meaning of nothingness. And, and you know, to live this beautiful life I have now is so fabulous and amazing and, and it's still growing and developing, but I'm so thankful for it. And anything I can share to help you is, is my goal because for me, the true understanding of not being able to pay the rent or knowing where that next, you know, meal is coming from, the thought of that is really stressful for me and I'm working on it. You know, I'm 40 and I'm working on it, even though I don't worry about where the next meal is coming from and I can afford to pay, you know, that that next um, studio rent is not a problem and, and my home and all the things. But when I was younger, I didn't have that and it was like that for a really long time. And then when I, even when I started my studio business in my 30s, it was like that um, for for a while. And then again, it ca- and then even when life was good, it came back during COVID for, for that little moment. And that's what freaked me out. I'm like, oh my God, how can I be back here? You know? So I feel like, yeah, it's easy to say detach wellness and well, your well-being with money. Yeah, cool. That's great for a lot of people, but for the average person like you and I, <laughs> um, it's hard and it's stressful and stress just hurts your body and your mind. And so I believe it is wellness, you know, I really do. So what I would say to you is um, join me in January for this 90-day planning session and um, your annual overview. I would love you to do that. I think it's going to be amazing and really a way for you to kickstart the year in a way that is going to empower you. I would love you to to take those three steps that we've discussed today, which is, you know, discover and acknowledge what's not working, remove low profit activities and take immediate action by planning, right? Um, So if you can do those things, you will improve your situation and hopefully save your studio beers. I know that when I did this in my business, um, not that long ago, by the way, this was a a COVID thing, a post COVID thing. And I had to buckle down to save my studio because COVID annihilated, you know, 60% of my students. We, we, we only maintained 40% online and we still had, you know, overheads. Yes. We were able to get out of our rental agreements, but we had overheads and I know like taxes, staff, not everyone was on JobKeeper. Um, for anyone listening internationally, we had some subsidies from the government, which was called JobKeeper, which helped a bit, but not all of my team was on JobKeeper. We still had people, you know, it was, we still had people we had to pay, subscriptions we had to pay, insurances we had to pay, um, taxes, superannuation, like, you know, it's not what people think. And so when you bounce back from that period, and now we're stronger than ever, I will say we're the most profitable we've ever been, but we still have, um, you know, some liabilities and things from that COVID period that we're managing, which should be hopefully all tied up um, by the end of this year, which is fab. Um, And that's through this process, 
this process that I'm sharing with you that literally saved my business. I can't, I can't speak to it enough, you know. Stop doing what doesn't serve you anymore. Stop doing what is in the red zone. Like, it's torture. And if you're finding that that your entire studio is in the red zone and now if you're just a new business, like you've literally only been like operating this year, I get it, you're in growth mode. That is a very different conversation. There is going to be more reds potentially than greens and I understand it, but I would still ask you to do this activity of creating a plan. What marketing activities can you attach to improve your situation and put a deadline on it? How long can you afford to operate in the red zone before you start taking loans? And then if you start taking loans and all of the things and the accumulation of it, I want you to just think about that. Okay. Um, and some loans are good loans, you know, if they're, if they're designed to help you grow and, and profit in the long term. You know, this is a long game. Business is a long game. It's not a short term gain. But if you've got most of your activities in the red and you've been operating for several years, I got to tell you, there's a there's a fundamental problem or everything's in the green and you're not paying yourself a wage. Then you're not actually in the green. You're kidding yourself. You're not being honest with yourself. You are saying, oh, we're profitable. Oh, but no, I don't take home a salary. I don't pay myself, you know, retirement funds or superannuation. Then then there's a, there's a fundamental issue as well. The overheads are too much and you need to look at what products and services you're paying for and start removing it. Go through your, your bank statement. What subscriptions are you attached to? You know, what can you eliminate? Eliminate. That's the key to this whole activity. Eliminate. Okay. Get rid of. Not popular opinion, I know from many, but I'm telling you now, it works. I've done it. I've seen my clients do it. I I know it works. So, okay. Hope to see you in January <laughs> on where you can actually see my face live on a Zoom. How exciting. And then um, I'll see you next week. We're going to be talking about well-being this month. I'm excited. I think well-being is more than people, yeah, great, let's all meditate and sing Kumbaya. I'm into it. Believe me, I love me some woo-woo. Um, I'm totally into it. But, you know, people don't attach money and wellness. They should. It's money stressful, man. It is. And I don't want that for you. So let's get rid of all the stuff that doesn't work and is costing you too much money. Get rid of it. Get your time back. Take action. Let's plan. Let's go. All right. Thank you so much for listening and uh, have a beautiful week. I'll see you next week. This episode was brought to you by my signature group coaching program, Studio Biz Success, an amazing and accessible online educational platform for performing arts studio owners designed to help you grow your business with confidence and get your results. Check it out at josephinelancuba.com along with other great industry resources to help you leap into the studio biz you deserve. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends. You can tag me on social media at Josephine Lancuba and give it a review. Your support helps the show to grow so I can continue to provide you with useful, informative content. I'm Josephine Lancuba, your biggest cheerleader. Thanks for listening and shine bright.